0: Hello, I'm Dr. Wendy Hill. I'm so glad you're here with me right now. We're on this life's journey together. The way I see it is you and I are a team, and together we can explore the wonderful possibilities for personal and spiritual growth. I believe each of us has within the power to heal and to manifest the best and highest that is already within us. If you would like to have more direct contact with me, go to my website, wendyhill.com, and call, text, or email me. Let's keep taking this journey together. Welcome back to How to Be Happy with Dr. Wendy, and Felicia is again with us here today. Welcome, Felicia.
1: Hi, Dr. Wendy.
0: And we're going to talk about how to grow our well-being muscle. Mm -hmm. So what do you mean by that?
1: This is a term that I absolutely love. I think that a lot of focus in the personal development world and healing and spiritual growth and all of that is on um, how to heal our painful parts. And while that is a doorway and that is an important part of it, there's also this other end of the spectrum, which I feel like doesn't get discussed as much which is growing our ability to feel good, to take in resource, to feel well-being, and to stabilize that experience through our body, through our nervous system, so that we can then live from that place where it's safe to connect to others, where when we experience uh, emotional turmoil or emotional charge, instead of looping in it and going on and on and on in that experience, Because we're resting in well-being and we have that stabilized, we can feel the depth of that emotion, whether it feels good or feels very uncomfortable, and it can pass through us so that we can return to home. Going back for just
0: a minute, you use the word looping. Tell our listeners what you mean by looping.
1: So when I think of looping, and there's different contexts that this can show up, it can be looping in... An experience where you'll find yourself constantly repeating the same type of experience in your life like maybe you're always dating somebody who is an abusive partner and no matter where you go if you move cities if you change everything and somehow you get in the same relationship that would be an example of looping in so instances.
0: really looping is just repeated patterns that are self-defeating
1: absolutely yeah I think that's a good way to define it and And that could show up, you know, in circumstances, it could also show up in an emotional experience. So maybe Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter what the circumstances, maybe that story changes, but you're constantly left feeling defeated or victimized.
0: Can looping also mean when something happens that's uncomfortable that we in our minds go over it again and revisit it again? Mm -hmm talk about it again, go back to bitching about it again and being saved and saving again. Is that looping as well?
1: Yeah, I almost think of that as looping in the mental when we're going Mm -hmm. into thoughts, when we're going into repetitive thoughts, especially self-defeating thoughts, Mm -hmm. um, where it just keeps coming up and keeps coming up and keeps coming up. And we try to get relief by bitching to friends, uh, but there's not a full resolution because it keeps coming up.
0: <laughs> okay, so how do we get beyond that looping process of self-defeating patterns, self-defeating thoughts? Well,
1: we touched a little bit about this uh, on this last time uh, around, and I want to just expand a little bit more on that. Uh, I think, number one, it has to do with experiencing safe support, uh, which another way to phrase that is experiencing um Let's see.
0: Go and find someone that we feel safe with to talk to?
1: Exactly. To be Feeling there. someone who you feel safe with to open with, um, to have a willingness to, be, to feel vulnerability. Uh, and that can be a process because a lot of people are very numb to a lot of those experiences or might not even realize that there is a vulnerability under the surface. You ever meet those people... Who are like, I'm fine. Everything's fine.
0: You know, at a very young age, um, there is a aspect of the self, especially if there's been conflict in family, that you might call the guardian or the protector that arises up. And that guardian or protector might be a tough guy, or it might be someone who's always happy, or it might be someone who's always defensive. It might be someone a personality that develops within ourselves that prevents us from actually feeling the fragility and vulnerability mm-hmm. of our ourselves in childhood. And that can become a pattern that comes grows right up into our adult experience. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about most people uh, often have this, mm-hmm. I think of it in terms of that protective personality that, that's emerged that's always some way, but never really connected to one's mm-hmm. true self, which often means being connected to one's original pain.
1: Mm-hmm. And you figure, you know, we call them protectors and protections for a reason, right? Yes, they, that, they
0: helped us get through childhood.
1: Yeah, they Without them, us. we might
0: not have made it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm at some point, things. when we grow into being adults, that very protective device can turn around Mm -hmm. and, as some of my clients would say, bite us in the (laughs) you-know-what.
1: Yeah, it's actually protecting us from experiencing the fullness of life. Yes.
0: So go tell us more about how we can develop that Mm -hmm. well-being muscle. (laughs) Well,
1: number one would be setting the intention to find somebody who is safe, Uh, and that involves discernment, uh, and acknowledging that it's a process. You know, if you consider that that protection developed over not necessarily one incident, but repeated incidents over and over and over again, it took time for that Identity to come together which Contrast to that means that it may take time for it to come apart
0: Now you're saying one of the the most important keys here to developing that well-being muscle is to find another person or a group that is holds you in in accepting compassionate love Mm -hmm. What if you can't find that what if it's not available what if for whatever reason
1: Uh, I? would say stop searching And just decide that there is a need that needs to be met and decide that it's going to and just drop the rest.
0: Is it possible that there is within us already that individual may not be incarnate into a physical body that we can go visit, but that we can have within us this being that can hold us Mm -hmm. in love and compassion?
1: Internally, internally, yeah, I think
0: almost through. If we were to close our eyes and our imagination, that we could see mm-hmm. this perfect, gentle, accepting being standing before us, reflecting back to us, as you called it, mirroring back to us who we really are. Mm-hmm. That we, if we can't find that person in physical real life, is there a way we can find that within ourselves?
1: Absolutely, and I think what you're pointing to is uh, what I've heard called the adult, like our internal adult.
0: Uh, and I call it the great loving wise self. Oh, I like that. It is the part of our self yeah. that is great beyond and wise beyond our own understanding, mm-hmm. and it is unconditionally loving. Mm-hmm. I, I see the, the adult self as that progression through childhood, through adolescence, into adult experience, but still holding within it the self-core beliefs that were taken on in childhood and infancy. Mm-hmm. So the adult still has those, those aspects. But the great loving wise self, mm-hmm. that has none of that. It mm-hmm. has absolute wisdom and clarity mm-hmm. about who we are. And if we can find a way to visualize that, connect with it, see it, feel it, and be it, then perhaps if we can't find a real, live, breathing person that can hold us in that consciousness and that awareness, we can have that available to us Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. or whenever we need it.
1: Yeah, and I I think you're right. I think we all have that in us. I think there's not a person who doesn't, Uh, and... It's a beautiful place
0: to But how start. many of us even have the thought that we could go within and find that place? Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's so much darkness that when we close our eyes and we want to go within that all we see is that darkness or the pain or the, mm-hmm. the restlessness that comes with wanting to avoid looking within the self. And oh, I can't! I can't meditate. I get so restless. I can't hold still that long. Uh, it's so human to be so busy and so restless as to avoid the self. But in, if we get through that restlessness, then we can begin to see, and get a hint, a hint about that great loving, wise part of the self. Yeah.
1: And I think also if, you know, you're going in to do a meditation or to sit with yourself, and what's there, is a lot of darkness, and a lot of suffering. So much so that it feels like the whole experience, and there isn't, there doesn't feel like there is access, access to that loving, wise one. There
0: um, used to be an old saying of you, uh, stirring the pot just makes it smell worse. <laughs> And it's like, don't look inside yourself. You just, it, you can't change the past. You can't change anything. Uh, some people have that attitude and feel like, you know, all we have is today and tomorrow. Let's not look at all that pain.
1: Yeah. You know, I think what's been helpful for me is when I felt very lost in something where it feels like it's just everything. Um, because I've. I've started learning different tools that I can use. What's been helpful for me when that's something, I'm just, it's my whole world and it doesn't feel like I can access this loving part of me. I have to remind myself that what I'm feeling, it's almost like it's an old experience. Like there's a part of me that's taken over that feels like this is everything right now. And what it's highlighting is a part of me that actually was formed when I was younger. And so if I think about why it was formed, you know, there's an aspect of this that um, there wasn't something there wasn't I wasn't met in a certain way. And so there's a reason why it took over. And so what helps me is to come back to that idea, And that what I'm needing in that moment is to feel safe enough to be able to step away from it. Mm -hmm. And so while I couldn't maybe directly go to this wise part of myself, what I can do is notice that it's 2019. I'm sitting in a room. I'm actually safe in this moment. There's no threat to me in this moment. Bring yourself to the present moment as Mm -hmm. much as you can. And acknowledge, even though it sounds so simple and logical, but if you can actually acknowledge to yourself in some way that in this present moment, whatever happened in the past isn't happening in this moment, Mm -hmm. it helps to provide some space from the experience. And from there, there might be enough space to access that wise part of you.
0: You know, I think that um, what you were talking about in previous podcasts about finding a mentor, I think that at some point we all need to be in the presence of a loving individual that accepts us fully, Mm -hmm. even in our darkest moment, crying, sobbing, whatever, um, that that can open the door for us to find that great, loving, wise part of ourselves so that we are not dependent on that Mm -hmm. mentor, Mm -hmm. that we have the mentor within us. Mm -hmm. And that's the muscle that I think Mm -hmm. needs to be developed within each of us. Mm -hmm. We were talking before about uh, several people that um, I've talked in previous podcasts who took care of parents who were uh, abusive and they lost their self-esteem. Had they remembered to or even had that, that place to go within themselves every evening every morning they might have been able to weather taking care of an abusive parent Mm -hmm. um, without losing themselves. Mm -hmm. So that muscle has... It's like everyday exercise. If you don't exercise every day in some way that the muscle atrophies, I think it's also true for a spiritual and psychological muscle. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it takes... Small experiences many times uh, of that wise self or of being met in a relationship from a safe place to help build up that internal wise self um, to the point where we don't question it as much and we know that there's something deeper holding all of the parts of ourselves that come up that are scared or angry or self-defeating or whatever it may be. Does that answer your question?
0: Well, clearly, yes, you are a young woman who is doing this work Mm -hmm. and on this journey. And you have brought to this podcast the gift of the love that you have found within yourself. Mm -hmm. And I know that anybody listening to this can hear this energy coming from you. Mm -hmm. And I thank you for being here to share it. Thank you. Thank you, Felicia. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for taking this journey with me today. And until next time, know that you are loved beyond imagining.